Yeah. Oh, Mickey Cap. Hi, everybody. Hi, Internet. How Hi, are Internet. You? Still can't answer. <laughs> I oh, can't, know. It's been two weeks since I've used Zoom, and now it's got all these little pop-up windows that uh, tell me what's going on, and I haven't seen that before. So if uh, you're wondering why I just fucking... Shit, epically shit the bed straight out the gate. I mean, that's par for the course, pretty much at this point, isn't it? Yeah, we don't require explanations. Hey, everyone, welcome to episode 179 of Outrage Pat. Out- <laughs> you can tell we're both a little rusty. It's late at night and I'm not <laughs> caffeinated, so that's my excuse. I don't know what I'm, Derek's excuse is. I'm drinking decaf, I'm also not caffeinated. Uh, as I was saying before, Dale so rudely started the live stream. I was on uh, today is day one of a healthy habits challenge for me. And it's like, oh, uh, what is it? It's wake up early in the morning. Terrible. Doesn't spell. Yeah. Sucks ass. Exercise for 45 minutes a day. Sucks ass. Read 10 pages a day, which I can get behind. No. Do 10, 10 minutes of meditation a day, which I can get behind. Mm. And then can I play video games while I meditate? Yeah. Fuck, bro. Whatever. Whatever puts you into that Zen state. Let's. Let's talk about for real, real talk. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait, finish your list and then we'll, we'll go back. No, that was it. I I didn't finish doing this part. This is episode 179 of Outreach Factory, (laughs) the podcast where we look at the things that made people mad online this week and explain why they're dumb for caring. Uh, I'm your co-host, Derek Bola. I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. Um, Let's get back to that meditating thing, because I wanted to ask you like a real talk question. Now that R. Kelly's been gone long enough, we can start using that term unironically again. Oh, yeah. After his real time. Can we? Is that like Michael Jackson and Woody Allen and. Yeah, just like per- all per- those other permanent. disgusting perverts that we can't talk about or enjoy anymore. Although I never really enjoyed R. Kelly. I just like saying real talk. Dude, fucking uh, remix to Ignition uh, is one of the, the greatest songs of all time. I, yeah, will, I know I will die on that cross. I guess. I mean, um, oh, yeah. So back to uh, meditation. meditation. How do you meditate? What I you wanted mean? to ask you because you've talked me and you talked about meditation, but we never talked about meditation. So let's just at the beginning of this podcast, let's just hit up meditation because I had anger fatigue and that's why we've been gone for a while. So let's hit up with some meditation. Like, what do you do? You do transcendental? Do you do? Well, I, don't I don't know what the know. other kinds I, are called. I have an app on my phone and mm-hmm. it's got all these guided meditations in it. And they have this. I think they still have it. The app is called Balance. Uh, and you can Balance. actually it's one of those paid apps. Like uh, I had a Headspace subscription for a while, um, but uh this one offered basically they're a paid app, but they have their first year for free. So you can sign oh, up damn. and get a year of uh, free meditation. And it's they have like, oh, fucking thousands of guided meditations on there mm-hmm. for like every every conceivable issue a person could be facing in their lives. Mm. Um, and then they just teach you like they walk you through the the different techniques like breath exercises and uh, there's like positive affirmations and there's so it's like it's very much my phone talking to me telling okay. me how to like do the thing i think but, the overall all-encompassing term for that is guided meditation yes correct because okay. i do a bastardized version of transcendental meditation is that what it's even called it sounds sounds right to me yeah yeah i think you i think that's that the, that's the one where you just repeat a mantra right yeah 
Yeah, that's what I do. I just like close my eyes and I just say mind into body, body into mind. And I repeat myself and then I match it with the breaths. And that's how I meditate. Damn. I only do it once in a while, though. And it's like, I don't know, because it's like all that guided meditation, like for like, if you know anything about me, sounds of anything annoy me. So one person that annoys me to fuck is Deepak Chopra's voice. Like he has like a weird, it's not even just his accent. It's just the way his mouth sounds when he talks. Like, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain, but the, the vo- sound of his voice annoys Born? me. No, Dale. I said it wasn't. Are you saying his... something problematic right now? Okay. The Oprah's voice also annoys me and she's not foreign for her. It's, um, the inflection of her voice and the way she strings her sentences, like how she, which syllables she emphasizes. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, uh, that's kind of, I mean, that's part of her brand though. Right. Like she, she talks in a very distinct way. Mm -hmm. Uh, I read a really interesting article recently about how like YouTube dialect has been a thing. And if you go and watch popular YouTubers, they all speak in the same way. And it's very intentional. It's like, hey, guys, and you like over enunciate your words. Um, So it's like a radio announcer. Yeah, like basically driving five. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe um, not. Maybe not. Like, yeah. So it's funny that the like Deepak Chopra, because Andrea always wants to. She's like, hey, meditate with me. And I was like, and then we get in a fight over meditating because I hate Deepak Chopra's voice. <laughs> and it's funny, but it's, oh, um, is Mindspace the one owned by Sam Harris? Uh, no. Because he has a meditating app. I think his is called Headspace. I don't know. But it's funny because Sam Harris has a meditating app and he does all this mindfulness and then he has a podcast and he basically just rags on how what's wrong with libs. And it's like, two entirely different things and i yeah sam both. harris uh i mean i like a lot of what he says on the mindfulness stuff on the um on the uh the political stuff eh, he's a little yeah a little out there yeah i mean everybody is really if you like look down into it um yeah so do you want to talk about this anger fatigue i had Yeah, I would love to because I also have a story about anger fatigue and why I again have like taken a step back. Twitter basically is just fucking Instagram to me now. Like if I have a couple pictures that show off how great my life is, I'm gonna go uh, post Mm -hmm. them there. I just spent uh, ten days in the states with my wife celebrating our one year wedding anniversary. So basically, it was just me posting pictures, being like, "Look at all the fun, awesome shit we're doing." uh in the the land where freedom reigns supreme um but i uh, think i think we might have had the same reason for anger fatigue because mine was like everybody like we live in vancouver which is i'm just gonna say it i'm so fucking sick of vancouver it's like the most annoying city on the planet it's like everybody's like they're not social justice warriors here they're like self-righteous warriors here where it's like they have to tell everybody how good they are like it's not it's less Dude, of I, a... honestly i think that is just twitter and people on twitter everywhere they are yeah. are that way because that's be, it's become a cornerstone of like their whole identity and you you it mm-hmm. reinforces that like oh if i talk about what a fucking great person i am i'm gonna get likes and that's gonna like shoot some dopamine into my brain 
and and reward me. So all you have is uh, people endlessly fucking yelling about how wonderful they are and how shitty everyone else is. Yeah. Uh, what you was silly bastards. Start a podcast. Get yeah. likes the hard way. <laughs> uh, my experience was it was actually um, the tipping point was the mask thing. Like we've been in BC. We're like over 80 percent of the people have one shot of the vaccine over 50 percent are double vax. So it's like we're pretty close to like herd immunity, but people haven't dropped their fucking guard down. And it's more in Vancouver, like. It's more in Vancouver because I noticed because I let this like my anger fatigue happened because I went to Pemberton overnight because my girlfriend had to do a work meeting in Lillooet. So we went there and back. And as soon as you get out of Vancouver, nobody's wearing a fucking mask because they're like, yeah, this is fucking over. They read the numbers. They see that like today, 60 people in the whole province of B.C. fucking got our new cases. So they're yeah, like, yeah, more for more forest fires started today than COVID cases. <laughs> yeah. So what, yeah. what are so we protecting ourselves from that here? happened? And then I was like, I was talking to you and I thought you were going to be back earlier than you were. And you're like, no, I'm going to be gone. And like another podcast. Cause I did one with Zulu Panda, Wesley, David Scott. And that was the last one we recorded. And then I thought you'd be back and then you weren't. And I was like, Oh, I got to go look at, uh, or I got to go try, find someone to post. And then I went on the internet and then I saw all this mass debate on Twitter and I was like, Oh, I thought we we're fucking done with this. And I was like, I don't even want to concentrate on what people are angry about right now. And it's just like this, like nobody in like, I'm saying Vancouver specifically because everybody here is still wearing a mask and telling everybody to wear a mask. And it's like, you're not a deputized bully anymore. You can let it go. The fucking, the shit is done. You don't live in LA County where there's like a, like outbreak of Delta variant or whatever you're in Vancouver where there's like no COVID anymore. We're fucking done. Let it go. Okay. So here's the thing. Two things. I was in Salmon Arm this past weekend. Same thing. Like not a goddamn person in a mask anywhere around there. Uh, And I spent 10 days in the States and same thing. Like we went to, uh, we went to like the museum of ice cream, which was this like tiny little bit. It wasn't that great. Um, <laughs> did you get ice cream? Yeah, they gave you ice cream, right. the thing, but the, like the ice cream wasn't super good. And it was just one of those obnoxious, like, I'll get into this after, but we were in New York, uh, and there were just fucking people everywhere without masks. And like New York was a city that was hit very hard, but people there mm-hmm. are accepting that like, okay, you know, life is starting to get back to normal. We're vaccinated. And if we're vaccinated, we're protected enough. And, and that's okay. That's good enough. Uh, and then I came back here and I wrote a couple tweets about how um, I'm just sick of the fucking people who are online yelling about masks like they are. They're basically like mask virtue signalers at this point. Yeah, and for the past exactly. year and a half, we had a very easy binary way of looking at a person and saying mm-hmm. if they were a good person or a bad person and if they were wearing a mask they were a good person and if they weren't wearing a mask they were fucking selfish and evil <laughs> and now that's kind of been taken away from people and i think they just don't fucking know they were like oh i liked having a easily easy way yeah. to look at a person tell if they were shitty or not um so They're i made like, a comment I, about yeah. They were like, I like bullying people online and yeah. having an excuse and it being OK. I got to I got to police people's behavior constantly mm-hmm. because I don't I don't like myself that much. And so this is this is how I make myself feel better. <laughs> um, 
but I, I wrote a couple tweets about how, uh, how basically like, let's all stop pretending that if you wear a mask, you're better than anyone else. And wearing a mask at this point is largely a personal choice uh, mm. based on how much risk you were willing to assume uh, for yourself because the vaccines work. Like I went to the States 10 days, fucking surrounded by people, not a mask in sight. Uh, past my COVID hobos. test coming home, past yeah, like taking multiple <laughs> hobo dicks in the mouth, uh, and uh, came home and no COVID anywhere. So mm. vaccines, fucking, and I don't doubt that people around me had COVID, uh, but I think the vaccine just did what it was yeah. fucking supposed to and protected me. So I wrote something about how it's a personal choice and it, it's based on how much risk you're willing to assume anymore. And people started piping up saying I was a fucking idiot and that I didn't care about disabled people. Uh, and that, that was the last straw for me. And I was just like, fuck, fuck this fucking yeah. website. Like I come on and I make a generally nuanced point about like, it's a personal choice if you want to wear masks at this point. And anyone mm -hmm. listening to this podcast who disagrees with me, please sound off in the comments, but it is a personal choice. If you have been vaccinated, you can fucking Burn your mask in the street. I do not give a fuck. I'm going to go further and say it's a personal choice, even if you haven't been vaccinated, because at this point, if you're not vaccinated, you're not getting vaccinated. It's time to move on. And you've chosen to take a risk. And I got vaccinated. So if you didn't and you get COVID, it doesn't affect me because I won't get it. There is the like the one part where I'm like, OK, there are people out there who like are uh, unable to receive the vaccine if they're like immunocompromised or something. Yeah, so they can so, wear masks. <laughs> well, but that was the thing is like the point people were making, I was like, so in the world before COVID, we had vaccines, we had diseases, we had immunocompromised people. And in yeah. that world, the people with the compromised immune systems assume the risk. So they were the ones taking responsibility if mm -hmm. they felt to make sure that they didn't catch anything. And yeah, their lives were probably you know, largely shitty, but they were the ones who dealt with that. And for whatever fucking reason, if you log on to Twitter these days in a post COVID world, it is, we're all supposed to fucking protect these people now. And I'm like, do you not remember what it was like two years ago? Like we just like went about our lives. People didn't wear masks and you could have, you could have fucking worn a mask back then to pr protect your immunocompromised neighbor, Jerry from fucking rubella or whatever, <laughs> but you didn't do that. Mm -hmm. So why is the expectation uh, that we do that now? Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, it's just, yeah, it's fucking annoying. And I fucking, it's so I log, annoying. I'll log on to Twitter at any point during any day. And it's just people yelling about stuff. And mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, five years ago, fuck yeah, that was Derek's vibe. I loved yelling <laughs> about stuff. I loved putting people down for their shitty opinions. I love telling people when they were wrong. I don't fuck with that anymore. I'm just like, let me live my life. Let me like have a website where I can go to get the news and maybe see some funny memes or jokes uh, and leave all that bullshit aside. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, it's just so frustrating. And then I guess just like, how much like that was the main part of my like anger fatigue and then it was just like after that i was like you know i'm just done done talking about being upset about stuff and stuff like that and i guess it was like just the contrast of leaving vancouver and nobody wearing a mask and nobody giving a fuck like people serving food aren't wearing a mask outside of vancouver it's crazy and yeah. it's awesome 
it is yeah. like I went I went to the states and I was like I don't know like it's just it's nice to not have to worry about that anymore um mm-hmm. I will say like okay if you're unvaccinated sure mask up um because if you feel like you don't want to expose yourself to covid uh mask up but uh for the rest of you if you're fully vaccinated cut cut loose it was amazing being in the US and like there was a fucking mask anywhere except for in the airports and on the airplanes and but on the ground else, smashed under people's feet yeah like it was yeah. just like no fucking masks and life it just felt like normal life uh, mm-hmm. and then i come back to canada and it's a bunch of dipshits shaming each other online yeah so. and the, i'm i'm i want to say i'm not trying to shame people into not wearing masks i just want people to shut the fuck up about it and it's like they're like i said before like 80 percent of bc has both or has one vax and 50 percent have two so there's 30 percent of the people who have one shot and not two and if they want to wear a mask until they get their second one that's fine do what you want. Like, I don't care. I'm not trying to police you either way. I'm just saying I'm fucking sick of people trying to get everybody else to wear a mask. Yeah. The flip side of that is that there are people who are being really shitty to people who are still electing to wear masks and just like mm-hmm. being assholes to them. Fuck off. If oh, someone yeah, those... wants to wear a mask or not, whatever side of the argument you fall on, fuck, fuck yourself. It's none of your fucking business. <laughs> what anyone does. Yeah. Fuck you. Go back to finding some other way to judge people or signal that you're a better person than people. This ain't. Yeah. It. Might I suggest global warming or abortion? The two yeah. classics. You're a good person. I'm a good person and fight it out till the death. <laughs> yeah. To, let's make everyone wear a t-shirt stating their political views on both abortion and global warming. Uh, yeah. and we won't have to fucking wear masks and you can like identify your little echo chamber that way. Oh man, that reminds me of the funniest thing. So we were driving to Pemberton and you know, that big sign outside of, uh, I think it's Chilliwack that says choose life. Yeah. And that, like, that classic Chilliwack. Yeah. <laughs> Andrea saw that for the first time somehow like this trip. And she said she thought it said cheese life because she glanced at it. And I was I laughed for like 10 minutes and I was Whoa. like, this is the most hilarious and like best thing ever. Just like cheese life. And then like I wanted to I was going to make this shirt, but I didn't. So if somebody hears this and they want to make it, just send me a free shirt. I wanted to take like the classic fetus that they show in the anti-abortion ads. And like, you know how it's all like curled up and it's got like nubs for fingers and then just put like a piece of cheese in its hand with a bite out of it. And it says cheese life. Do it. That would be it. so funny. A little, a little cheetahs, if you will. <laughs> Noise. 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 Wait, what was the other thing we wanted to talk about? Uh, my brand new podcast. All right. You trade. Hey, Coke. everyone. Dale's a traitorous fuck uh, hey, who started everyone. a new podcast. I'm a traitorous Don't. fuck like two or three years after Derek started Don't. his own <laughs> other podcast. Fair. Yeah. Tough but fair. Yeah, so that was where I was. Um, yeah, that was basically that was part of the out the outrage fatigue was I was like, I don't feel like talking about what people are upset about. I was like, ah, because I've kind of been toying with starting that other podcast, as you know, from other episodes where it was like, because I always keep talking about either conspiracies or Bible stories. And I'm like, why don't I make a podcast about that? 
And at first I was like, I'm going to make a Bible podcast where it's like, I talk about the Bible and I rip into it and I make fun of it where it doesn't make sense. So I made one episode. The first episode is about the Anunnaki and the Nephilim in the Bible. And I talk about the Anunnaki theory that Zachariah Sitchin was talking about. And then I recorded that and that was all fine. And then I just, I was like, I, I don't want to do a Bible podcast. I don't want to be like put in a box. So the second episode that I recorded, but I haven't put out yet is on the pyramids, Dope. specifically the great pyramid. So this is like Dale, the uh, Dale show, Dale core history, uh, basically <laughs> looking at, oh, that's such a better name. Oh <laughs> yeah. That's what you get for me. The traitorous fuck. I have the good names. You have shit. Yeah. I actually, I was going to call it our Mageddon. Oh, you are Mageddon. Nice. But I was like, Oh, that sounds negative. And then I was just like, I'll just call it the Dale show. And then it's just like, I don't have to talk about anything specific. So I like it. Everyone check it out. I have not checked it out yeah. yet. Uh, that's I will at some point, probably it's on anchor and the videos are actually in the outrage factory YouTube page because I'm too lazy to you start a second fucker YouTube painting, page. tainting hey. our pristine brand with that Dale show bullshit. <laughs> well, I, I was just trying to think of it as like outrage factory is now our network. And then we could, you and me could just start whatever shows we want and put it in there. Yeah. So welcome you, to outrage productions. Yeah, if you want to put your side in their propriety, if you ever recorded again, if do you I do videos for that, again. no, I never did. Oh, well, if Maybe you want I'll, to start, Maybe I'll, I'll put start. them up there. All right, bro. There's there's an untapped market of, I think, an average of seven to eight viewers an episode. Hard. If, that, if you hey, have a girl on there, it gets more. If you, yeah, no shit. Welcome to the internet. Hey, if you or your friends have a podcast uh, specifically related to shitting people, on, shitting on people online, but really could be about anything, uh, and you're looking for a distributor uh, that amasses seven to eight views per episode, hit us up. Hey. We are, I, I don't know, Outrage Productions, the Outrage Network. Just whatever. Outrage Factory. It's already in the name. All right. We're, We're a, a factory. factory for Outrage. So, yeah, instead, yeah, instead of. It's it, it almost writes itself. I love it. Um, speaking of women on the Internet, it wasn't in the list of stuff I was talking about. But did you see that Spotify's at it again? One with one of your. Do you still listen to Armchair Expert? Oh, Dak Shepard. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking love Armchair Expert because you're going to have to go to Spotify to get it now. Did they throw money at uh, fuck? They got uh, what's her name? Call her daddy. Yeah, girl that's what too. I was going to hey, bring Alex up. Was, Cooper. They gave her $60 million, not as much as they gave Joe, but uh, which just shows to goes to show if uh, if you are a woman and you want to make it ahead, just talk about fucking dudes and dudes will listen to you. It was uh, so I was like, I listened to a few of their episodes in the like early days because yeah. uh, my ex was like, yo, you got to listen to this podcast and like check these girls out. They're raunchy as hell. And I was like, I like girls. And I like raunchy. So I listened to it and they were it wasn't really my jam, but I see how they are popular. But then is there was it, that whole like, is it like us jizz in the woods raunchy or is it like girls? I had sex with this dude and his dick was bent raunchy. Yeah, more that that second kind, I guess. Mm. Like no one's no one's jizzing in the woods on the. It's mostly about fucking and the people they fucked and how they fucked and how people can fuck better, uh, and all the all the fucking. So um, it's Sex in the City, the podcast. For, for yeah, essentially. 
<laughs> but there was a very public split between uh, Alex and her co-hosts. I can't remember her name, nor will I ever, uh, which is sad because there was like a feud important. Uh, basically came between them and like pitted them against each other because they were on Barstool before. Yeah. I am, of course, referring to notorious piece of shit, Dave Portnoy. Uh, and he turned them against each other and basically... Uh, Alex signed a contract with Barstool and the other girl fucked off and like started her own podcast that gets a fraction of the listens now. And what's is it still called Call Her Daddy? The other podcast? No, the one that the chick who left was. Or is is Call Her Daddy still on Barstool? No. They the podcast? so that's what so Call Her Daddy, uh part of the Spotify deal was they also uh, Dave Portnoy is like legendary for not letting he develops talent, but he makes yeah. sure that he owns the intellectual property and he does not fucking let any of his talent like claim ownership over their work because he's a fuckhead and a megalomaniac. Um, yeah. But apparently in this case, the, the deal was too sweet. And I'm sure he got a cut as well. So he let uh, Alex keep her intellectual property. So it will still be the Call Her Daddy podcast. Uh, I heard that uh, Barstool still had the rights to the merchandise. Oh yeah, that was probably the stuff. that was yeah. probably the fucking the agreement they made. It was like I will let you walk with uh, with the intellectual property if we can still sell the merch, and like yeah. that's going to be worth. I think million. I heard what happened was like they 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 came to Dave and they're like, we got this idea for a podcast. He's like, oh yeah, I'll back you and I'll put you on the network and stuff. And then it blew up and they realized how popular it was and how much money that they were making off of call her daddy. And he was like, well, you signed this contract. You wouldn't be anything if I didn't start you up. So that was like their whole fighting thing. And then one girl was like, I'm just happy to have a podcast like the girl who stayed. And then the girl who left was like, I could make so much more money on my own. And then so, yeah, that's that's what I heard had happened. So what do you think about that? I don't. Did you hear how much Dak Shepard got back to that? No, I didn't even know Spotify had bought. I don't fucking understand how uh, how Spotify or why Spotify is doing this. Really? It's, I mean, podcasts are not exactly. I don't know anyone who's going to go and get a Spotify subscription because they want to specifically listen to Joe Rogan or Dax Shepard or call her daddy. It's oh actually, right, actually the world's no, biggest Joe Rogan dick sucker. Actually, is this do is that. what happened. I had a Spotify membership because I was like, this is the best thing to listen to music to ever. But I was still downloading my podcast through iTunes, and then. The show last podcast on the left was the first one I listened to that went exclusively Spotify. So I was like, oh, I still want to listen to the show. But Joe Rogan isn't on Spotify. And those are my two main shows. So I was like still downloading some shows on through iTunes. And then once Joe Rogan crossed over, I was like, fuck iTunes. It's out of here. And now Spotify is the only thing I listen to for music and podcasts. So it's it's like it's not what a coup I, for Joe Rogan. It's not that I specifically got a Spotify account for podcasts, but I stopped downloading through iTunes once Joe Rogan went to Spotify. And now it's like everybody's on Spotify. Like there was a couple holdouts. I think Two Bears One Cave wasn't on there for a while, and then 
that was it. Yeah. But now it's like everything's on there. Even my new show, The Dale Show, is on there. Is it Spotify exclusive, though, Dale? No, it's not. No, it is not. It's got three listens on Spotify. <laughs> so stop, uh, stop blowing up your own spot there, bud. I don't think they're going to cut me off a huge check anytime soon. Hey, we had a listener, Tennille, just write in saying uh, she wanted. Could we interject with this? Is that cool? Yeah, that's fine. Um, in the secret comments. The secret comments. The secret wire straight from the source. <laughs> hey, we should start tagging her in these videos. Like just when we, <laughs> we post should. them. So they just show up on her page. That would be dope. Uh, yeah, like how we immediately blew up her spot when she started sending it. So what happened was her <laughs> ex-boss was like, got a notification that she had commented on our video. And then he subjected himself to our video. And then, yeah, so it was like this big thing. And now she sends them to us in secret. Secret, secret. Secret, secret, I got a secret. Uh, so oh Tineo was asking, apparently there have been a bunch of uh, articles recently about whether stealthing is considered rape. Uh, it is considered rape. That's what they got Julian Assange on. That's what, uh, wait, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought he like, uh, like, what's the one where you have sex with a Statutory? Minor? Statutory, thank you. Um. But there, yeah, there are articles about whether stealthing, which is the act of removing a condom without informing your partner that you have done so during a sexual act, uh, is considered rape. I, I would say 100% it's considered rape. It is legally considered rape because you are raw dogging and she never gave you explicit consent to raw dog. If there is anything that happens during the act of fornication uh, that you haven't explicitly received consent for then i would say that that any of that is that includes like surprise sodomy uh or even oh, like definitely. a surprise surprise finger That's in the butt against the law uh, sodomy's like outright against the law in states well yeah Some but states, states are very yeah they are you know you know yeah i'm not sorry, i'm not gonna I, live there that's for sure sorry to step on your dick in the middle of your thing about what listing what's Oh, just like Illegal. anything, like if you're having sex with someone, don't assume that like unless you've had a discussion beforehand where you go into it and you're like, yo, anything goes in this sex act. Uh, I'm down for whatever. Let's just fucking go. Including yeah. stealthing. Uh, then that is I would say that qualifies as. But otherwise, like, fuck, no, don't go springing surprises on people in the mm -mm. middle of sex. Mm -mm. Never goes over well. Like I could, I get like everybody's like, oh, my God, like some girls are like, oh, my God, why would someone stealth? And I'll tell you why, because sex without a condom is way better. There's no getting around it. Like even the thinnest, feeliest condom isn't as good as without a condom. I'm not saying that makes it OK to do it. I'm just saying why dudes would do it. And um, some people I've heard who I don't know personally, especially when I look in a mirror, find it hard to finish in a condom. So sometimes they will start with I one. find it hard to start in a condom. <laughs> like it just like it murders. I can honestly probably in my entire life, I could count the number of times I've had sex with a condom. This would dark on like two hands, maybe tops i just can't fucking i can't i don't oh, i 
Literally are a young man's game. I do not fuck with Connor. Yeah, like once, fuck, after you're like past the age of 35, good fucking 35, luck, I was going to say 30. Yeah, like. Good luck. Once you're past 35, you don't have those rock hard erections that you had in your childhood. You have temporary and temperamental erections. Like you're like, by the time you're 35, your erections are like, I heard there was sex, but I'm not sure. I've been fooled in the past, so I'm not trusting you. And then you put a condom on and your dick's like, nah. And it's just like. Even then, my strongest erection now, my strongest erection now is weaker than uh, like a semi back in the day. Oh, my God. Remember those randos when you were 20? And it was like like, diamond hard. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm telling you young dudes, dicks are wasted on the young. Cause once you get old, (laughs) once you get old and you actually need that shit and you can allegedly use it a little bit better, uh, you know, you're fucked. Yeah. Like I think about the kids who were in their twenties in the skinny jeans era. Like they fucked themselves. Like you and me, we were like, Jinko baggy pants era in our 20s so it was like if we got like a surprise rock hard erection we were good the jeans hit it but those kids with the skinny jeans are now those like weirdo capri jeans that are like too small but they still wear them anyway that they were you're not hiding boners in those yeah okay so i'm reading uh i'm reading yeah, the article Tenille's writing us an article Tenille, it's like Tenille, just join the fucking podcast <laughs> i keep telling you to just join as our third host because you're basically yeah. doing the legwork for us. Uh, Anna DiBella's experience seems like a victory. She reported a sexual assault to police. Her alleged perpetrator now faces charges. She just struggled for weeks to convince the RCMP to investigate and charge a man for taking off a condom during sex without her knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we go. Oh, D- Dwayne just popped into the comments and he's like, so glad I tuned in right as my older brother was talking about erections. Dwayne, you know. You're welcome, you know. Dwayne. You know, Dwayne. <laughs> um, it's either it's either erections or shitting. So That's they did place got. charges. Uh, no one knows how common stealthing is in Canada. Uh, British Columbia is one of the only jurisdictions where the law is clear on non-consensual condom removal. Oh, that's good. Way to go, British Columbia. We are stickler for the rules as per our earlier mask comments. Uh, Tanil also said this opens up a bigger discussion on whose job it is to then deal with the birth control issue if the man doesn't wear a wear a con. Well, just start. How about we just turn this into a woman's lib conversation? Well, so here's the thing. Like, I think ultimately, like both both people are responsible for making sure a baby doesn't yeah. happen. Dude. There are things that both people can do mm-hmm. to mitigate that neither one is like birth control is fucking shitty iud's are shitty condoms are shitty like not the things that we have to do to not have babies every time we have sex they're all there's not a fucking enjoyable one out there so except for butt sex thanks dale (laughs) so i would say that like I would say that, like, yeah, both both parties are responsible yeah. for it. Um, 
well, Tanil said vasectomy, but like, if you're like getting a surgical procedure done, yeah, same as an IUD. Same. Well, they're mostly reversible. They're, now, but they're still. still considered irreversible. You can get them reversed, but then that's just like, what? If if dudes could take a pill that made their jizz not work, like a, the females have, the they females have birth control pills. Dude, they, they would take, take two. They wouldn't take it. If, if it somebody had, was like, if it had the same side effects the fucking birth control has for women, men wouldn't take it. Men would be like, oh, I fucking feel so shitty and bloated. I'm not doing this fucking shit. I'm not taking a fucking. You could barely get the majority of men to take fucking like painkillers most of the time. Yeah, but I gonna... don't know. Remember in your 20s, the food we would eat and we would feel bloated and disgusting and not put the two together and just be like, why do I feel like garbage? Is it because I ate a whole pizza to myself? No, that can't be it. I must just be tired. Yeah, but then that that was enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess sex is enjoyable too. But like, if you have dudes fucking like secretly removing condoms during sex, guys would just fucking lie about being on the pill. Like 100% of the time. Oh, yeah. They would lie. That's true. Yeah. Like if they're like, whoop. Um, so anyway, that, there's, yeah. there's no perfect solution to this, but I would say both parties assume responsibility for whatever the outcome of the sex act is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and both parties are, um, something that I actually pretty strongly believe is that only the woman solely has the decision. If she gets pregnant, what's going to happen with that kid? Yeah. Uh, that's not something that that's, uh, abstinence come on what is this catholic school thanks mormon yeah that's not <laughs> why don't i not. just become a never nude and not yeah. pull my peter out at all you can tell about- to from enderby which has the largest <laughs> per capita teenage pregnancy in bc because abstinence is a goddamn awful idea that solves nothing <laughs> Here's a, here's a way to solve the problem. Stop having one night stands and sleeping with dickheads. Because if you're sleeping with someone who's going to stealth you, no, get you out of here. We're talking about growing up stuff. Tell Noah to never stealth someone in his life when he grows yeah, up. I'll, I'll, t- I'll teach him. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it won't be a problem with him. If you catch my drift, I'm pretty sure that they're not going to have condoms by then. I'm just, flashing by that because i don't <laughs> i don't know if we're allowed to talk about whatever you were insinuating with probably, that on a podcast not. it happens at a young age Without um getting on the uh michael jackson playlist yeah <laughs> you want to talk about woke coke and then we can yeah. wrap this fucking shit show up and you can get off to your early bedtime oh i gotta get up at 5 a.m oh, yeah I let me just a better career Oh, I, I sure did. Uh, uh, yeah, actually. Yeah, this is my second bad career because first I chose graphic design, which has no money in it. And then you tell someone that and they're like, oh, I know a person who's rich from graphic design. It's like, no, you don't. You know, a graphic designer who's really good at marketing and he got rich marketing, not by doing graphic design. And I'm a horrible marketer. So I quit graphic design and I started welding and now I have to get up too early. So uh, what a bunch, Derek, of, bunch of missteps there. Yeah, one or two, but whatever. I have a job. That's all I care about. I have a job and I don't have to buy gas with quarters anymore. Win win. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like five Moving years since up. I had to do that. Um, so woke Coke. I just like the name a lot. Uh, <laughs> I kind of like this because it's 
people doing drugs, which is always a fun time. And it's taking advantage of rich, stupid people. So what's happening is there's this thing called woke Coke, where it's drug dealers are targeting middle class people and selling them ethically sourced uh, vegan and organic cocaine for a giant God. price. This is vegan. Yeah. So I don't know the street rate of cocaine, but I feel like it was, is it 40 bucks a gram? Was that what it was? Like last for time cocaine? we did it 10 years I, ago. I don't, I don't know let's what just you're say talking about. Okay. Let's just say my mother watches this podcast. I don't even know what cocaine is. Dale. Okay. So let's say I heard from somebody who has loose morals Jesus and Christ. is no longer my friend that it's 40 grams or $40 a gram. Okay. So they're selling this stuff for 200 pounds a gram, which is like $300, like $400, Brexit kind of ruined the pound, but it's still a lot of All money. Right. So <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's kind of funny that they're doing that to the rich people and I'm okay with it. What do you think, Derek? Yeah, I think like you know, it's fucking it's a byproduct of uh of uh basically our society where like anything that is actually a positive or uh yeah, a positive force on the world will eventually be used as a marketing tool to sell everything uh not excluding drugs or like probably guns. I'm sure there's like there's, organic there's, guns there's a lot of people out there who would just fucking go for it because they see they want to believe especially fucking cokeheads you ever seen like mm. a, a environmentalist cokehead on a fucking tear about the environment or like people on cocaine talking about climate change or like jesus christ if you get this guy around people who are already on cocaine making a killer oh 100%. yeah definitely and all you got to say is like, it's like, it's, it's got a smaller footprint than regular cocaine. And people be like, I like that. Bring up maybe carbon tax to loop those Albertans into it. Or you could go the other opposite way. If you want to get Albertans on, it'd be like, this has a higher carbon footprint. They only make it with pure diesel instead of gasoline. Cause I think the way they make it, one of the steps is they take the cocoa leaves and they like cover them in gasoline to like separate the drug from the leaf and you could say they do that with diesel instead of regular gas and then people in alberta would love it because they love their diesel trucks yeah and for they every could be gram like, you buy will punch a hole into a pipeline and cause an oil spill somewhere yeah and then you could make it like so the smoke is black so you could like or not smoke <laughs> so it's like you could make it so it's gray so you could be like i'm rolling coal when you're like snorting that stuff speaking of alberta didn't stampede go off this week uh yeah apparently it was i didn't look into it at all because i was like well i don't care but i heard that the grandstands were near empty and there wasn't that many people there but there wasn't a huge explosion of covid because they were um i think they were they were using the uh vaccine passport for nashville north and you either had to have proof that you were vaccinated or um, have a negative COVID test. And there was initially a lot of uproar because you can imagine the type of people who want to go to Calgary Stampede are also staunchly anti-vaccine passport. Yeah. Oh, fun I, anecdote. I was fucking, so I was flying back into the country. Yeah. Um, and uh, I 
basically they they amended the rules so now if you're fully vaccinated you don't you can skip the fucking hotel quarantine in canada you basically just you get a take-home test you take it home you take the test and once you test negative on that test you're like free to leave your home or whatever Uh, but the literal when i showed my vaccine record to uh the customs officials coming back into the country my vaccine passport was a literal it was a little green circle sticker that they put on the front of my passport and that i was like what is this and he was like that is how they know that you're vaccinated and i'm like this is the fucking dumbest thing i've ever seen in my life because anyone anyone can get it's like a kindergarten it's like a little green circular sticker about that big throw it on your passport now tell people you're vaccinated go ham Derek. Oh, oh no. Derek. Yeah. I like how people are like, I'm going to get a counterfeit vaccine passport. And it's literally it's like a, a good job. Sticker. It's like a it's, sticker. It's not even a gold star. It's not also, like an like, a one job. It's like the, you did. All right. The vaccine passports we have are fucking yeah. like PDFs of there's no like national registry of this shit that they're checking. Like I, I so I have an actual like That's I downloaded mine. my. I downloaded my vaccination <laughs> record from my health and it's a PDF saying when you got the first and second dose. Oh yeah. And that's, but it's like, you know, if you have like grade two level Photoshop skills, you can probably just swap out the name on that motherfucker. It's not watermarked. Like there's not, I don't even know why they're fucking bothering with these. Hat I, I think to, it, to me, it just feels like a, just like going through the motions, being like, yeah, we're doing vaccine passport. Show me your passport. Yeah, that's good. It's like the guy checking your receipt when you're leaving Costco. He's like, woo, just drawing a line. He does. He's not looking what's in your <laughs> he cart. Fucking care. Yeah. Wait, is this not my passport? This little paper? No, so you're going to want to go for BC residents. What you're going to want to do is log into the health gateway accessible through your BC services card. Once you're there. You'll be Sorry, able sounds to like too much work. A PDF <laughs> of your vaccination records. Print that up and take it with you when you are traveling, uh, and it will make your life a whole lot fucking easier when you come home. Oh, I thought I I swear to God I thought it was just the thing they give you that the the pharmacist gave me when I got my shots. I thought that was my passport. No, that's your vaccination record, but they have like a digital surprisingly Canada had their shit together enough to get a digital health record. (laughs) Yeah. They made, they made an Excel spreadsheet that autofills when you go to the website. They did. Yeah. And then they (laughs) translated that into a fucking little green sticker on your passport to show that you've gotten a vaccine. Is it like, metallic at all like no if you rip it off does it it's take like a fluorescent thing? i could go to the dollar store and buy a thousand of these stickers right now do you have it handy show me hold up i'm i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna go grab my yeah passport. go get it i want to see this okay i want to see how hanky janky this is and if i've had to listen to fucking hippies crap their pants about vaccine passports for months and all it is is a sticker you can get from the dollar store i'm gonna be upset all right okay ready yeah (laughs) i check pretty fancy that's it wait does that have 5g in it maybe does that maybe that's how we get it does that have nanotechnology involved in it? Maybe that's how we get it. No, I don't. Don't ruin that. That's how I'm going to prove I'm vaccinated. What's he doing? 
did he just rip the sticker off? No, he's he's ripping on the Canadian government for how dumb they are. <laughs> <laughs> they could give me something cooler. I agree. Yeah. Got two needles in my arm. All I get is a little fucking dollar store sticker. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like that, that looks like it could just fl- like flutter off in the wind and then you'd be boned. It just occurred to me that Wokane would have been a better episode title. Oh, that would be a better. You know anyway. what the problem is? Because I copied the title of the article, Woke Coke, and it was written by a Breton. And a they aren't as they have a better accent and they sound smarter than us, but they're not as witty with the puns because Wokane is way better than Woke Coke. Maybe Wokane. Yeah, I think maybe Woke Coke sounds better with a British accent. Then, uh, do you want to talk about anything else before we skedaddle? I don't know. I We're was looking over the list. Nothing really jumped hour. out at me. Uh, um, transgender beauty pageant. Uh, oh, that's. I just wanted to say how dumb that is. Not because I'm against a transgender woman being in a beauty pageant. It's just that beauty pageants are so fucking dumb and archaic to start with. It's like now people who used to be men can be completely judged on just their physical appearance and completely objectified. Yeah. I love that. Everyone's like, this is progress. And you're like, is it though? Wouldn't progress being Mm -hmm. going the other way and abolishing beauty pageants altogether. Yeah. What the fuck do I know? That's, that's like, there's so much you could read into that and then just get kicked off of social media because you read into it. I think it's dumb because I hate beauty pageants. I think they're dumb. Because they gave us honey boo boo. I like beauty pageants because I uh, I was uh, basically I was like a, an escort. So it, like a date of contestants in the Miss Salmon Arm pageant. Three years in a row. Oh, and wait. So the first year. The girl I took won, or the girl who I was the I didn't take her. She took me. Second year, (laughs) the girl. How forward of you, Derek? How forward thinking? The the girl. See, I'm progressive too. Yeah. The girl who took me won. Nice. And then I got this fucking reputation for like, oh, I'm a good luck charm, and whoever takes me uh, as their escort is going to win the pageant. Uh, Third year, the girl who. I think she won. I'm actually not sure. Anyway, <laughs> that would have been uh, a really good way to end that, that. That story was you actually remembered if they won or not. I want. Uh, yeah, I, I want to say they won, but I don't know. I don't want the fact checkers. Fucking Tennille is going to be like, you're a lying piece of shit. How yeah. dare you? Tennille uh, probably remembers who it was. I have a vague recollection of who it was. I don't want to say their names on the podcast because they definitely watch this <laughs> beauty pageant contestants from 20 years in our past. <laughs> definitely salmon arm. Still Former watch this. salmon arm beauty queens. Um, uh, I don't know. What yeah. else? Oh, I think there was one more thing I wanted to talk about, but yeah. Oh, the, uh, the Cuba. What Cuba thing? Oh, like Cuba, they're having riots. Yeah. What was that about? I kind of didn't pay attention. I was like, that looks like political stuff that 
is boring because it was like they just got sick of their government, right? And then they just like rioted. Well, so they're, I mean, Cubans live a very poor life. Uh, mm-hmm. And they don't have access to a lot of like basic medical necessities. Uh, and the reason for this is the same reason Venezuela didn't have them. And that's because the U.S. sees communism in their backyard. And they're like, nobody is allowed to trade with this country or send them medical supplies or we will fuck them up. So uh, basically, there's some pro-democracy protests happening in Cuba right now. Uh, and uh, U.S. media is just jumping all fucking over it, of course. Uh, and people oh, yeah. are the the social the red scare is is alive and well in the United States. Um, so I guess that's a sign of progress. Is that they're more scared. Be. They're more scared of communism <laughs> than they are Muslims. Again, uh, nature is healing. That's true. <laughs> it's a wonderful way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to episode 179 of Irish Factory, the podcast where we look at the make, make look at the things that make people mad online, explain why they're done for caring. I've been your co-host, Derek Bowen, and you can follow me on Twitter at Herder. Oh, wait. Don't follow me on Twitter because... No, cover yours for a second. No. Okay. F Twitter. I hate it, <laughs> and I think it sucks. Don't follow me there. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Super Dalebot. I'm Dale DeRuder, by the way. You could follow the podcast at Outrage Fact Pod. Uh, you could find the podcast on iTunes or uh, not iTunes. Um, Spotify. Yeah. Spotify. Stitcher, iTunes. It's, Google yeah, Podcasts. It's, it's on all that stuff. Overcast. Instagram. Patreon. Oh my oh. God. Why couldn't I think of Instagram? Instagram is just Outrage Factory. Yeah, I put up clips of the episodes. I think I started at episode like I started in the 150s because that's what I had clips of already that I had been putting on TikTok. So now they're on TikTok and Instagram and I went over it. I started it with the whole purpose of you don't have to go on TikTok to see clips of the show or if you're I signed like, up for TikTok. Finally, I have a TikTok oh, you did? account now. Yes. Oh, my God. It's uh, have you been annoyed with it yet? Yeah, almost immediately. Oh, my God. It's it's so annoying because some of the stuff is so good. Like there's this one guy who has like a haunted house and it's like a one or two minute video clip of like the ghosts and shit in his house. And it's amazing. And then you'll just get like some annoying song that everybody does the same thing. Speaking of haunted house, did you watch? uh, I think you could leave season two yet. I started it. I didn't oh, get to the so haunted fucking, house part. It's so funny. The ghost <laughs> tour. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, wait. I started that episode <laughs> when, you, when they were like, this is an adult tour. So you, yeah, can, so say you can say whatever you want. You want. And the guys Do any like, of these fuckers. <laughs> uh, yeah. Does a ghost ever fall out of the <laughs> ceiling and just say, what the shit? <laughs> shoot a big noah cover your ears come shot <laughs> anyways that's my recommendation for the week check it out <sighs> I've, I've watched each episode like 10 times and it just keeps getting funnier every time oh, it's I watch so, it, so funny oh dude um the guy the black guy can't remember his name who's in that is in that new movie tomorrow war sam richardson yeah I lo- he's also from uh detroiters right yeah yeah. He's in Tomorrow War, and he was in another movie recently that I can't remember of. Oh, he was in that new uh, Melissa McCarthy movie as well. Uh, the one. 
super intelligence. It was just some random Melissa McCarthy movie that showed up like, I guess you could say straight to stream now instead of straight to DVD because it, I didn't see any advertisements or anything and it just showed up in the stream. Oh, we're going to go. Uh, I'm taking Noah to back to theaters next weekend to watch uh, space, space jam, space jam too. If you want to come with us. Wait, wait. What? It's called space jam. A new legacy. Legacy. He pronounces words like you, Dale. Oh, nice. <laughs> At least just wait. Eventually, he won't even be able to remember those words to mispronounce them. It's true. But uh, <laughs> hey, Derek, your child uh, pronounces words just like me and has blonde hair. OK, good night. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, all right, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you like us, rate, review and subscribe. If you really like us, tell your friends about us. If you really, really like about us, head to our still defunct Patreon. That I still haven't fucking started <laughs> up again and pretend to donate money to us. Uh, and until next week, stay angry.